Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA high school soccer championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Monday, May 13th, see Class B girls at 8.30 p.m. Central and Class A girls at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Hurt at Sports Radio. The one-two. Swing and a ball hit in the air to left. Going back is Peralta. Out of the track. It is gone. A home run. Straight away left for Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Out of the second row of the bleachers. His first home run of the postseason. And the Diamondbacks leading 4-1. Everybody on their feet at Truist Park. Acuna third, two down. Three and two. Four, three Phillies, bottom eight. The pitch to Riley. A high fly ball, left field. That one back towards the wall. That one is gone. Austin Riley. It's a two-run homer, and the Braves have the lead. Second and six of the Packers nine. Jacobs forces out of the backfield slot right. Empty set for Garoppolo. Shotgun snap. Quick throw. Over the middle. It's caught. Touchdown, Myers. The quick slam to Jacoby, and he leads across the goal line. Touchdown, Beautiful drive to go up 6-3 here in the second quarter. This is a total team effort tonight, and we knew it was going to be like that. Uh, it's just one of those things we got to use this momentum now to our advantage, you know, try and get stacking these wins. Uh, but, yeah, this was a big one tonight. Good morning and welcome in to Hurt Out Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula, Andrew Rogers. <laughs> it is the morning. It is the morning. Andrew Rogers joins me today. Andrew, what's going on, man? Back in the chair. This kind of feels weird. I told you this morning I walked in and I'm like, I, I tooled my body. I retooled my body <laughs> to get out of the 5 a.m. wake up call. And uh, now I'm back. You've got, so, uh, you've got a little Godfather 3 in you. Just when you're out, they pull you they back They pull in. me back in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, and this weekend definitely wasn't a great weekend to come off of. Yeah. To get back up for the 5 a.m. shift well, as my were, sister got married. Oh, so you were back home, right? Oh, and we stayed up way too late on Saturday. <laughs> Fortunately, I had. A, um, I, I had the ability to come back on Monday, but I stayed up way too late on Sunday, too. Um, and that kind of happens when I'm back, either with my family or my friends, you know. 
Yeah. Things get a little loosey goosey. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, hey guys, let's go out at ten thirty, and it's like, all right, yeah, we'll go play golden tea at a bar or something You're like, like that. Goes, that's, that's my bedtime, ten thirty. No, I know, and I'm like, ah, oh, we can go somewhere else after, and like n- nowhere like crazy, but yeah. like you know, you, you stay out. The, the night's still young when it's one thirty in the morning, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, no, because uh, it was about three thirty, and we were making our way home Oof. on Monday morning, and uh, I knew I had to get on the road. For the six and a half hour drive, didn't end up leaving my house yesterday until one. Got back at seven, and I'm like, all I want to do is sit down. <laughs> like that's just all I want to do. And I, you know, laundry still needed to be done. The room was messy, and I'm like, ah, oh, this is this is crazy. I can't wait to wake up at five tomorrow. So here I am, and here we are. We <laughs> so what's what's the best part of that drive? The drive from St. Louis to Omaha. Yeah. When it's over. When it's over. <laughs> <laughs> When I get here, um, I think the best part of the drive is when I see Hamburg. Hamburg, Iowa. That means you're almost back. Not only that, no, it means I'm in a sports betting state. (laughs) (laughs) I sound like a very southern boy. Correct, yes. And so once I'm there, it's like, wow, I can do a multitude of things. (laughs) I can either get back in 45 minutes, or I can pull off to the side and play something for Monday Night Football, which is what I ended up doing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's probably what I'd I'd rest at. I'd I'd say Hamburg. Okay. Uh, But the drive isn't fun. No, it's It's not. It's easy. It's like it's four turns. Yeah, it's not a bad. It's not a difficult drive. It's not no. a great drive. No, you're you get on Highway 40 in St. Louis. That runs into Highway 70. Highway 70 runs into I-29, or rather 435 at Kansas City, yep. which runs into I-29, and then you're back in Omaha. Yep. Like that's it. Pretty it's much. a really easy drive. Yeah. But it's flat. It can be really boring. Traffic is. I, nobody knows how to drive. No, especially no as you're one going knows through, like, how to Kansas drive. City. Going through Kansas City is a mess. And dude, like. I, I hope we have a lot of truck drivers that listen to our show because I'm sure this early in the morning they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, I, I'm in Omaha. I got to turn into 590 or, you know, I'm close to the Tri-Cities. Like, I got to I got to turn on the turn on a herd at sports radio. But, man, I, I, here's a PSA to all my truck drivers out there. Stop changing lanes when you're going uphill. Mm, yeah. When you're driving uphill. And, yeah. like, I don't mind if you want to get around another truck, mm-hmm. right, as long as you're not, you know, Doing slowing down like, traffic too much. We're doing that like jockeying back and right. forth thing where they're like sort of like matching speeds. But and stuff. man, when they, th- whenever they change lanes, it seems like it's always uphill when I'm driving. So I have to slam on my brakes and, you know, to get that truck going up this hill, how are you beating the guy to your right? Yeah. How are you beating the truck that you're trying to pass? Well, I mean, it's going to slow that truck down too. <laughs> Maybe. Like, what are we okay. doing? I'm, I, I, I think they're out to get me. They might be. You know, they're trying to keep the, you from You know what I think sometimes? Like, you know, I, I'm going like eight over. Maybe I push the limit. Maybe I pull back a little bit more. But I'm, I'm going past some truck drivers. I think they're on the radio. And they're like, hey, watch out for this Ford Escape. <laughs> it's a white car. And like, whenever they get close, make sure to pull into the left lane while going uphill because it, it'll piss them off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's all that coordinated. That might be a little – you might be in your conspiracy. <laughs> oh, tinfoil. am I? You might have your little tinfoil hat am on. Am I just like when the, the alert went off on our phones? Um, gosh, what was that? The, the emergency alert oh, system like showed Saturday off. Oh, like Saturday or Sunday. You, you know what's funny about that? Did you guys, like, read into those stories a little bit? I know this is a sports radio show, <laughs> but, you know, Allegedly. here we are. Uh, did you see that there were, like, numerous groups of people that got in trouble because they had their cell phone go off 
to the emergency alert oh, system. No. Like Amish people got in trouble. <laughs> uh, and like some got even shunned from like their community. People that weren't supposed to have a yeah, phone. Yeah. And prisoners. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> prisoners. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, nobody – well, the Amish people thought if I if I put it on vibrate or silent that, that it, it won't wouldn't make go noise. off. Yeah. Uh, yet but the emergency system overrides like everything everything yeah, yeah. unless your phone is completely off yeah unless it's off off and prisoners had no idea <laughs> <laughs> they were like ah what's happening <laughs> hey, i'm surprised they got that quality of uh, cell phone prisoner prison. 134 why are your pants buzzing <laughs> i thought maybe i mean i thought we were still working with like flip phones at prisons i don't know we were working like yeah. with the smartphones that have the have the alert system on there. I know. Uh, well, you know, we, hey, you got to watch out next time. Emergency alert system. You're getting it, prisoners It did scare me, though, when it went oh, off. Oh, me too. And I'm so, so out of touch with the news, yeah. so I didn't even know this alert was coming. I, I didn't either. I, I heard it from somebody else, but I didn't pay too close attention yeah. to it. And when it went off, it was, what, like 2.58. They were supposed to go off at 3. It went off two minutes early. And I about jumped out of my shoes. Yeah. Standing in the kitchen, making a sand. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> There it goes. Yeah, it was aggressive for sure, which I, I understand. You know, if you're trying to alert people, you probably want to wake them up if you have to. I, I get it. But, no, it was uh, – yeah, it wasn't I, – I didn't think about the prisoners and the Amish, though. I didn't think about the, <laughs> the plight that they might be having. Um, as Andrew mentioned, you can hit us up on AM590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities in central Nebraska. Of course, you can join us on YouTube, Twitter. You can watch the stream anywhere you find your podcast. We will be – uh, we will be doing a good time. Uh, we will be doing a good show. I think today we're gonna have a good time. I'm hoping that's the idea at least. Uh, we'll have a couple guests for you here today. Obviously, your uh, your regular Tuesday guest, Mike Schaefer, on Who at I can't nine wait to a.m. Talk to. Yeah, listen, he's been feisty lately, man. You got you better be ready to go <laughs> after it. <laughs> he's always feisty. He's, when he's, is he not? He's he's got some vinegar in him lately. At seven forty-five, we're gonna talk to Tom Kakert. From Hawkeye Report, he uh, covers Iowa football, who plays in, I think, unarguably the best Big Ten game this weekend with Wisconsin. And then we'll talk to Patrick Erb as well. He uh, is a writer for the Weekend Warrior covering. Good matchup this weekend. The, yeah, that's probably the best one on the slate for the Big Ten. I mean, not probably. It definitely is. The rest of the – and low-key, Wisconsin and Iowa, pr pretty good. They are pretty good, but I don't think but they're I overly impressive either. I was—I think they're pretty good, and I think they're also not that good. Right? <laughs> they're kind of—they're uh, man. You, you look at Nebraska's schedule, and you're thinking, uh, is Maryland the toughest game they have? I think left? it is. I think it is. Like genuinely, I think I think Maryland's. Which that's you, a super weird world to be in, where you're like, yeah, we're 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 pretty worried about Maryland. We're okay with everybody else. Well, reflect <laughs> back to what we were talking about before the season even started. It was kind of like the Wisconsin show in the West, right? Like, oh, yep. that's the that's the one. I think they're going to be pretty good, and and they look pretty good right now. But let's also not forget that they don't look perfect either. No, they certainly don't. And, and you know, it's kind of funny because a couple weeks ago, right, the narrative was that hey, Wisconsin is is kind of struggling a little bit, and they're you know they they didn't play well against Buffalo, and they're you know they're not playing great football, and all of a sudden they're still five and one <laughs> they're still they're still but i mean some teams that are four and oh five and one whatever it is four right one, yeah I, I still don't know how they are well and they and they, you know they lost that game to washington state before we kind of knew washington state was pretty good and then they don't really light the world on fire against georgia southern i guess like, florida state actually five and oh 
They are five and zero. I've right? watched. I've watched. Like, all are they of those. really the fourth best team in the country right now? I don't know. You you look at like who they beat. LSU was a great win. LSU was a good win. They yeah. did beat Clemson when they didn't even have Travis. But then you see them play against Boston College, and you're like, you beat them by two. Yeah. So that was a super weird game, right? Because they're up thirty-one to ten, and then it seemed like they just packed it in, and forgot there was almost an entire half of football <laughs> left. They're, oh no, we we you guys want to finish this one? Okay, that's our bad. Uh, so you know, th- it is it's a super weird. It, honestly, it's a super weird top of the college football uh, landscape this year, just because, you know, where's Bama, right? Yeah, you think that for one, you thought that for one, and then at the same time, after that Texas loss, Bama's been pretty good. Mm-hmm. I still don't trust their quarterbacks, oh, right? Man. You know, you look at Georgia and you're like, oh man, they're not playing great, and then they go and just wax Kentucky, who I thought was playing pretty good. Is Oklahoma a good defense? I. Th- Think so? Like th- I think so. Well, let Let's go back to what I just said there, Robbie. Is Oklahoma <laughs> a good defense? Like, did I, I put know. Oklahoma and defense in the same sentence? <laughs> well, now that we they got Lincoln Riley out of town, <laughs> <Right>. that bum. <laughs> because my goodness, you, you you look at Oklahoma's name and you're like, oh, they're just gonna get, they're probably gonna get plowed by Texas. The way Texas, Texas offense moves. And I thought Texas might have been the best team in the country going into mm-hmm. that game, and like from what we'd seen. You know, Dylan Gabriel has is, is really come yeah. alive this year yeah. more than he did last I year. I he was okay last year, but I would say he was above average yeah, last year. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, he would have – I mean, Nebraska would have taken him for sure. <laughs> well, he put, killed Nebraska last year. Yes, like they – he he has looked even a couple steps above where he was last year, but I thought – I was really bought into how physical that Texas had been, and uh, Quinn Ewers looked really, mm-hmm. really good. And, uh, you know, uh, watching them and watching Bama and Alabama and Michigan, I go, you know, I think either Michigan or Texas is probably the best team in the country. And then Oklahoma comes out of, out of here and says, you know, give, give them the old Lee Corso. Not so fast, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> the only Lee Corso thing I, I remember is uh, when he called that, that little boy an M-I-D-G-E-T oh, on yeah. the show. Yeah. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, Lee, I don't think you can say that. Uh, he also has had some like really uh, hot mic moments where he drops like f bombs and stuff. If he messes up with the and Kirk just dies. <laughs> yeah, every he time he loses Kirk is like, his oh, mind. No. He looks like a soccer player who just missed a goal. He puts his hands <laughs> over his face. He goes, oh no! <laughs> like looking to the heavens. Lee for Corso guidance. has no rules. Like He's in, in his contract, I think it says <laughs> you can do and say whatever you so. please. And I, you know, I or he's just on Impractical Jokers and they're feeding him something through a headset. That and that's just what he repeats. Actually, be a little funny if we found out the last several years had been a it's bit. It's Joe Gatto. Yeah, it was just it was just a bit. He was just messing with us. No, it uh, it's one of those things where um, I I kind of have a lot of nostalgia for College Game Day because of of what it was when I was growing up. And now I'm kind of like, uh, I don't love it anymore, but every once in a while I still kind of tune in and go, you know, still nice to see Corso with a, with a mascot mm-hmm. on his head. And um, I love the addition of Pat McAfee. Yeah, he brings a different dynamic for sure. He brings energy. Yeah. And that show had gotten probably a little stuffy, you know. And I'm not always – listen, I don't have anything against Pat McAfee. It's still old reliable, though. It is, for sure. I mean, it's the best thing going still, right? Not that – I don't that think big it, noon kickoff can't compete, but th- they're still little brother. Yeah, it's not the same. It's really not the same dynamic, and I just don't know that the big noon kickoff really knows who it wants to be yet. Like, well, they want to be college game day, right? And, and you're and trying to repeat something rather than like create something, exactly, which is is never good, right? You want to 
you want to kind of create your own thing and ha- let people find it for its own value, right? But I, I do like I like Pat McAfee on. You know what I kind of low key really like him on is the Pat McAfee show, the broadcasts. Oh, when he does, because he'll like stand on the sideline. Because I actually don't love the Pat McAfee show. If I'm being totally honest, <laughs> that doesn't shock me. Like there's, I don't know, they're loud. He's they're like, kind of obnoxious. Yeah, he's you're, like, you're a little more buttoned up. He's like yelling a lot. And I'm just like, I don't. Why are you yelling at me, Pat? I didn't do anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they have Aaron Rodgers on, so you have to like it. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's honestly, the, the most awkward part is when A.J. Hawk's head is just sitting there for, like, 20 minutes and he hasn't mm-hmm. said anything. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they're, they're flopping between Yeah, because there's, like, stream. 12 co-hosts well, on that show. Who's producing? <laughs> like, that, that's, yeah, that's not on Pat. That's on the guy pushing the buttons. Yeah, but there's no way he needs all 12 producers or however many mm-hmm. people are in there. It's like he took... He saw the uh, the Dan Patrick show, and he's like, I need even more producers, and just doubled everything. So he's got like eight guys in that room. Chuck Pagano is just sitting in there for some reason. And then he was, he, was just, he was in there the other day. He was just like sitting there, and then he'd throw to him like once every six minutes, and Chuck would be like, yeah, Pat, I agree. Be like, Thank you, Chuck. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, and then A.J. Hawk is just sitting there with his giant linebacker head. And he just doesn't say a word for like twenty minutes that, until that is true. Until mm-hmm. Pat throws it back to him, I was that like, "Hey, is true." Man, it's but his face is on my TV screen the entire yeah, time. Why are we cutting to him? <laughs> it's not a movie. You don't need to show this character again until he speaks. And I feel so bad for him because I've been in a situation where you're just kind of like, "Hey, I just you know, I kind of have to like look like I'm paying attention." Right. Like even if you are paying attention, like if you ever done like a work call or something and you're on Zoom. And you are paying attention, but you're all, you, you kind of just want to sit here like this. Uh-huh. But you know, if you do that, your boss is gonna be like, "Hey, Ravi, I need you to be like engaged a little mm-hmm. bit." So you have to kind of have to sit there and be like, "Mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's a good point." And that meanwhile, like, you're just watching a football game. Yeah, on your I'm like, laptop I've got my <laughs> phone <laughs> right your here. Phone. I'm just like, "Yep, <laughs> absolutely." And that's that's the entire AJ Hawk experience on the Pat McAfee show. It's just him trying to look like he's paying attention so that it's not super awkward that his face is half of my TV screen for no apparent reason. <laughs> so I do like Pat McAfee. I ironically enough don't like the thing that he got famous on. <laughs> what punting? <laughs> well, more famous. <laughs> Let's be honest. Way more famous. Fair enough. Fair as enough. the uh, I do like this the the field goal. That they do with a student, though. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I look forward to that kick yep. because you, you have so many you have so many keyboard warriors out there that when your kicker misses, you know, the game winner yeah. or a PAT is missed during the game, you just instantly take to the buttons. You get button happy on Twitter. You post something and you're just like, yeah. But it's like, have you kicked a 42-yard field goal before in conditions oh, of no, at all. windy just or d- wet? Don't even or, need conditions. Right? Or, or just uh, have you ever y- kicked a 42-yard field goal? You're playing Madden, right? And, and <laughs> yeah. you can switch weather conditions to windy, rainy, or fair, and you have it on fair, right? Yeah. Because that's for you, right? No, nothing going wrong, no wind, no nothing. So you're kicking a field goal in perfect conditions. Just getting it there is hard. That's what, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the distance is harder the than the ground. accuracy. Just getting right? it off the ground is hard, especially if you're doing it from a hold and mm-hmm. not off a tee. Some people will take a football tee out there and be like, oh, kicking's not that hard. I was like, hey, they don't kick off of those. Right. They football, kick, you football, know, football. Get, get <laughs> thank, so, you, thank you both. So the kid kicking this week was yeah. um, an Oklahoma fan mm-hmm. at, at Texas, right? 
and you saw him line up for his kick first, and he tried to do what every kicker does, like the three-step back, two-over, but he ended up doing, like, three-step back, three-over, and I'm like, oh, he's going to hook the yeah, heck out of this thing. way too far. But then he re he lined back up, and I'm like, man, did Pat McAfee be like, hey, man, like, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like uh, the Bryce Young, Miles Sanders thing where <laughs> yeah, you push him like over, push like, one extra yeah. step, and so he lines back up, kicks it well. Yeah. Like, you, you look at the kick, and you're like, oh, my gosh, like, this has a chance. And it landed short. Uh, 42 yards is a, is a boot. Now, is correct me if I'm wrong, is the money they receive the distance from where they kick from, or is it always a PAT? I'm not sure, to be honest with I think with it's always you. a PAT. I mostly just watch the kicks. I don't. I. I think it was forty five k. I think there was money in. I like. I knew there. I think I knew there was money involved. But I was like, I'm. I'm just curious. That's to not see what tuition it at Oklahoma, right? Out of state tuition is that forty five k? It might be out of state. I'm not sure. Because I'm assuming that's how they. Yeah, I would. How they handle it? Like you get a year's worth of, of tuition. tuition. Yeah. Or is it a full ride with that forty five k? Because you're in state. In state might be four years. I mean, honestly, right? that might be. That's, we're gonna Google. Hmm. We're gonna Google Oklahoma. Somebody help me out. We're gonna Google help University of Oklahoma out. tuition here. I wonder how many people go to that school. It's got to be pretty big. I would. I would guess so. But then again, I heard Notre Dame tuition, which I knew they weren't big, like huge. Yeah. But they only have like eighty three hundred undergrads and oh, four that's even smaller than post grads, I, I think, yeah. or, or um, graduate students. Uh, I guess University of Oklahoma is about twelve grand a year in state, so that would be almost four yeah, years. Yeah. Yeah. The forty five thousand dollars would be. Yeah. Well, that would help. That, yeah, that's a <laughs> that would help. That would, that's a chunk. <laughs> and I'm assuming you, you probably got some type of academic scholarship because you can't kick a field goal. So I know you're not on 31,000. Know, wow. I think that's undergrad. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a good grip. Thomas tossed out the number 27K on, on YouTube. That might be right. I'm not sure if that's, under, if that's just undergrad or. Uh, well, may, maybe. Well, well, maybe. Was that post or, or per semester? No, I think that was per year. Per year. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Notre Dame, 8,600. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, I would have thought at least 10,000. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's I think Lindenwood had more. That's barely more than Creighton. I think Creighton's at like six. Sheesh. Creighton, just like Notre Dame. You heard it here first. <laughs> Same architecture. <laughs> <laughs> Same tradition. I mean, listen, Creighton hasn't lost a football game since the 40s. That's true. That is true. Point spot the lie. When did Notre Dame lose? <laughs> this weekend. Yeah. Uh, like two days ago. So losers. Yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> my uh, my new brother-in-law. Yeah. Huge Notre Dame fan. Okay. Huge. The biggest you can find. Um, I swear that he he is a perfect representation of what it means to be of a Notre Dame Irish. fans. <laughs> okay. And they had the stream on at the reception. It was in a separate room, but you could like walk in there, see the score, and I, I kind of forgot about it. Because yeah. I knew they were starting it up at 6.30, but, you know, it was a long day's worth of adult beverages. Sure. And, you yeah. know, chit-chatting it up with family As and one friends. does at a wedding. Right. So I go back into the room uh, to look for a charger, and I look at the screen, and I'm like, oh, Louisville's kicking <laughs> butt. <laughs> Could not believe that Notre Dame trailed uh, as much as they did. Uh, because Louisville is not, not as good of a team as they showed against Notre Dame. No. They aren't. They almost lost to NC State the week before. Notre Dame's offense has uh, shriveled up. I don't know what's happened. They looked pretty good early on. I get it was not great opponents, but they've totally just dried up. Mm -hmm. I, like, it's the Sahara out there. I don't know <laughs> what happened. I, they thought Sam Hartman was going to fix all their problems, and it looked like he did early. 
and then all of a sudden you start playing decent teams and they can't I mean they could barely score against Ohio State and you go oh it's Ohio State well no that right. makes sense whatever and then they struggle obviously against Louisville and you're like maybe they can't score. yeah they barely got by Duke yeah they barely and and you know I I'm pretty high on Duke, and so yeah, like, oh, maybe you know Duke's okay. They have that last minute drive. Right, but you threw in o- the Ohio State game, but I'm yeah, no, I was just kind of right. adding yeah, that they, into they the mix. Really, I mean, I think what they scored 22 against Duke mm-hmm. or 23. It wasn't they didn't score a ton against Duke either. Um, so but is they, Louisville the 14th best team in the in the country? Probably not. Maybe I don't. They know. are ranked above Oregon State. Yeah, I don't think they're better than Utah. Oregon State. I don't think they're better. Well. Do I get Cam Rising or do I not get Cam Rising? Right. <laughs> but still, this is, this is where yeah. we're at. Yeah. Duke. Yeah, I don't think they're better than Duke. UCLA. They might be better than UCLA. Washington State. I don't think they're better than Washington State. Tennessee. Eh, I think they're better than Tennessee. Notre Dame. I mean, obviously they're better. Right. <laughs> I guess they're better. LSU. Ooh, maybe. LSU can't stop anybody. Yes. LSU can't stop anybody. But they did come back and, and find a way to get it done against Mizzou. They did. I don't know how good Mizzou is, though, either. Mizzou's a good – I think they're a good team. I, I don't – I think Brady Cook is a little overblown. Sure. Um, because I watched him play in high school, and he was not – Not that. He's not that. Not that guy. Um, but they have arguably the best receiver in the country. At in Mizzou? Burden. Yeah. I mean, Mar- Marvin Harrison Jr. might have a couple words to say okay, about that. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll retract. I'll retract. The best receiver in the class of, well, I'll carry the two. 2026? 2026. 2026. Because he came out in 2022. He's the best offensive prospect sure. in that class. All right. More of Hurtout Sports Radio coming up next.